Have you ever felt like there just aren't enough hours in the day to pursue your creative passions? We totally get that. This week, we peel back the onion of time management. It might make you want to cry, but I promise our practical tips will make it worth it in the end. Yes, time management is near and dear to my heart, just like numbers. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that we can help all of you busy creatives out there. But before we get started, we want to express our heartfelt thanks for your incredible support during our launch last week. Your feedback and reviews have been fantastic. Absolutely. You guys totally warmed our heart with our launch week support. And speaking of reviews, I want to share a wonderful review that we received from one of our listeners named Anne. Uh, what she said truly resonates with the heart of our podcast. Uh, she says, If you're the creative sort struggling to live the creative life you want, this one is for you. Thank you so much, Anne. Your words keep us inspired. So now let's jump into today's episode, where we're going to explore a powerful exercise that can help you regain control of your time. Are you creative? but feel stuck and tired of not having enough time and money to create? Do you dream of your content making a significant impact on those around you? At the end of the day, are you frustrated that you have no energy left to be creative? You are not alone. Welcome to the Beauty Hunters Podcast, where we explore life's beautiful moments to awaken your creative heart. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Michelle Rose, fellow creative souls who have broken out of the daily grind and are living full-time in our creative pursuits. We understand the struggle and are here to guide you with inspiring stories and strategies on the path to vibrant creativity. So if you're ready to take your creativity to the next level and release it into the world, then grab your coffee, tune in, and let's create a more beautiful world together. So we're coming to you today from is it Biloxi or Biloxi? It's Biloxi. Unless there's a listener in Biloxi who wants to correct me, I'm open for that. <laughs> so we're coming from Biloxi, Mississippi, with a view of the Gulf right outside of our campsite. It's incredibly inspiring, and I'm super grateful that I get to be working out in the morning with the sunrise. It kind of reminds me of our journey through 75 Hard. Wouldn't those sunrise in front of the Gulf really have made a big difference and made it a lot more fun and inspiring? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm always inspired anytime I'm near water. It's one of my muses. Um, I remember those days when we embarked on the 75 Hard Challenge. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, just Google 75 Hard. It's a very challenging uh, exercise regimen. And we had to fit it in in the middle of juggling our busy lives. And it seemed impossible, but we figured it out. We made it all the way through the whole 75-day challenge, and we, we learned a lot about time management along the process of that journey. Yeah, that's right, and that's what we're here to share today, our insights into managing time effectively, especially for all of you who, like us, leave really busy lives. Have you ever heard that saying, if you want something done, ask a busy person? Yeah, it's crazy because we all have the same amount of time each day, and yet some people seem to accomplish so much more than others, but we all have the same number of hours in a day. Like, I just finished listening to the biography of Elon Musk, and it's just insane how much that guy gets done. But he's got the same 24 hours in a day that I do, but something's different there, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's interesting because we do all have 
similar things that we have to get done in that that same daytime, right? So like people have to go to work, pay their bills, take care of their kids, wash dishes, laundry, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's definitely non-negotiables in all of our schedules. Yeah. But then there's the thing, the things you have to do at the time left over, right? And and I kind of look at that in two different ways. Sometimes it's your time being invested. You may not get to see what it's unto just yet, and it may not be exciting, but it is an investment. And then sometimes we're just spending our time. So how do you look at that? Yeah, so one of the time management uh, philosophies that I learned a long time ago was just through Stephen Covey's um classic self-help book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he talks about how we spend our time in four different quadrants. The first quadrant is those urgent and important things, just those hard and fast things in our schedule that have to get done. If we don't, you know, everything's going to burn down, right? That's quadrant one. Quadrant two is things that are not urgent, but they're important. And that's the that's the quadrant where we actually get to invest our time into things that will yield better results for us. But then there's quadrant three, things that are urgent, but not important. And that's the that's the text messages. That's the notifications on our phone. That's the things that just pop up in our lives. And honestly, nothing's going to happen if we don't answer the phone when somebody calls, but it feels urgent. And so we do it anyways. And we just waste a lot of time. Quadrant three is where most of our time wasters happen. And then there's just quadrant four, not urgent, not important. Um, and that's not a bad quadrant because sometimes we just need that brain dump, that time just to relax, unwind. Um, that's where the creativity sometimes can be birthed. A lot of creativity burst. happens in, in quadrant four. Yeah, we'll be going and doing quadrant four activities when we go walk out on the golf tonight. But if you don't manage quadrant two very well, we don't often get to quadrant four. That's right. Yeah. So we're here to help with that with some tips on today's episode. Yeah. So speaking of that, let's just go ahead and dive in. You know, recently I had an experience where a mentor of mine challenged me to do something that she called the 48 hour time challenge. I'm sure there's a more creative way that we can title that later. Well, we'll just call it 48 hard. We did 75 hard. (laughs) So anyway, what it basically was, and you need paper for this because if you try to do this with a digital device, you might get stuck in those rabbit holes and distractions of quadrant three. Was it three? Yes. Okay. So you want pen and paper. And what you're going to do is you're going to write down every 15 minutes. And I did say 15 minutes, what you did during that 15 minutes. And what's important here is to do it on a normal operation day. So you don't want to do it on a holiday or vacation or a weekend because that may skew your results. But you're just tracking what you did throughout the day. And then I want to make sure that you know when you're done writing this all down, you're just analyzing the results. You're not beating yourself up. It's just analyzing the yeah, results. Yeah, this, this is just data. That's right. Okay. And so we'll talk about self-talk and all those things that you did with your, with your time <laughs> right. in a future episode. But you're just auditing what your, what your results are telling you. Yeah, and obviously be practical about it. Like if you've got a one hour commute, don't stop your commute every 15 minutes and write something down. But, you know, you can you can actually go back over that hour commute and wrote write down, yeah, I spent 15 minutes on a podcast or maybe I just listened to music 
or maybe I listened to this audiobook or took a phone call, you know, like be aware of how you're spending even that time. Right. And I want to make sure here, we know that a lot of you guys may be thinking, you know, I'm so busy that I can't even see myself writing down every 15 minutes and we get it. I, I really do hear you. And I promise that the results will be worth it. And it's only two days and it doesn't have to be consecutive days. It's just two days of your time. And you may also be thinking that when you've done, you've done exercises like these before, and they didn't really pan out for you. However, I have too. And in this season, I was in a different place. I had different support. I had different motives and reasons for why I was doing it. And so therefore, it actually stuck this time. Yeah. And I also want to just, just encourage our listeners to pause just for a second. Check in with yourself. You might be listening to this idea of a 48-hour challenge and going, that's insane. There's no way I could do that. Pay attention to what you just said about yourself because you're actually going into um, critic mode and telling stories about yourself. And those actually tell you a lot about your own time management and the, own, the the stories you're telling yourself about what you can and can't accomplish. It's important to actually pause and take note of your reaction to the idea of doing something like this. Right. You don't want to self-sabotage yourself out of truly maybe finding fulfillment in this one exercise, right? So don't worry if every minute is truly filled with important things like those quadrant one activities. That may truly be the season that you're in. But... We will go over all of that data and give you um, the next steps in future episodes where we talk about time. We just want you to be able to first know where you're spending it. Yeah, it's super important just to realize uh, how much time I actually give away on things that don't feed my creativity and don't make a huge impact on the quality of my life. Um, And that self-awareness actually allowed me to make important choices on setting better boundaries and guidelines for how I'm spending my time, which we will unpack more in future episodes. But just wanted to just kind of sprinkle that in as some of the the value that doing hard things like a 48-hour challenge can, can offer you on your creative journey. Once you've done this exercise, go on over to Facebook and leave comments about your results. Because honestly, what each other has to say about their insights and their results may be truly insightful to what you've experienced as well. We hope you guys have been encouraged by this episode as we peeled back that onion. I promised you it might make you want to cry. But if you embark on something that's difficult but valuable, I promise you, you will be so glad about the dividends it pays you towards your creativity. Thank you for joining us on the Beauty Hunters podcast. We hope this episode has inspired you. Before you go, please hit that subscribe button and share us with your friends. If you want to support the show, the best way is to leave us a review on iTunes. You can connect with us on socials at the Beauty Hunters podcast. Until our next encounter, always remember that your creativity will make the world a more beautiful place.